Hello, and welcome to the Canopy Boulder podcast, where we talk about the intersection of entrepreneurship and investing in the legal cannabis industry. Each week, we'll give you our perspectives on the latest news in the industry, bringing you insightful interviews with entrepreneurs, investors, and the industry pros, and also go deeper on topics like launching a business, building a team, valuation, and pitching investors. Why would we take on such of a challenge? Well, we've helped launch 80 companies into the cannabis industry here at Canopy Boulder and made over 100 individual investments into these companies. So you might say we have the inside line on things. So join us as we take you deeper into legal cannabis and uncover all the nuances of starting up and investing in the cannabis industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Canopy Boulder Cannabis Business Podcast. Today, we are talking about something that a lot of entrepreneurs think about and a lot of investors think about, and that is risk. So we're thinking about risk in our startups, and I am joined today by Bob Goodman. Thanks for joining us, Bob. Hi, Celia. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Nice to be here. Yeah, it's great to have Bob. Bob is uh, the newest member of the Canopy Boulder team. He's our managing director. And he also uh, manages our program, our accelerator program. Um, so Bob works closest with our entrepreneurs. Um, he's also had plenty of venture in his past. So I think you probably understand risk maybe perhaps better than most people. Yeah, I've, I've done eight startups um, as either founder uh, and or CEO. So yes, I've seen a lot of risk and I have a lot of scars and bruises and what I do at Canopy Boulder is help uh, the cohort teams hopefully uh, stay away from those severe risks that can result in some scars and bruises. Absolutely. So in so I think one of the things that's interesting about Canopy Boulder and I think about startups as a whole is everybody's at a bit of a different place, right? So at Canopy Boulder, we see everything from I had an idea um, and I really don't know what's going on all the way through to having customers and, and having, we're generating uh, revenue, regular revenue, right? Um, and in each of those stages, they're experiencing sort of different issues, different risks. Something we talk about a lot around here is sort of understanding that risk. So explain to us why is it important for an entrepreneur to kind of take an honest look at their business and identify what the risks are. Yeah, I mean, investors um, really want to uh, see that from an entrepreneur. They, they um, obviously are going to be reviewing um, all the due diligence, and, and investors want to know um, what the risks are and at what levels will they be uh, reduced to and at what time so that they can have a better feel for when they're going to get a return on their investment. So. Um, investors also expect entrepreneurs to know the risks um, and also know when they can be eliminating those risks um, to, uh, again, be at a stage where they are fundable. So it's a combination of the investors are expecting entrepreneurs to know these things and address them, um, and investors are interested at what stage is, is the right stage to come in and provide funding. Absolutely. So what does it communicate to an investor? I mean, if I'm an entrepreneur and I'm sort of putting it all out there, is that going to help me? Is that going to hurt me? I mean, how, how much information is maybe too much information? Yeah, typically entrepreneurs are hesitant to um, reveal issues within their 
their entities because they're concerned that investors may um, not want to uh, step in and be a, a supporter of the of the operation. But in reality, it's important because investors will find out. I mean, if if an investor shows an interest and starts their due diligence activity, they're going to find out um, the true aspect of the business. Um, and it's best that an entrepreneur brings that out up front um, and addresses it. So again, it's, it shows that um, the entrepreneurs are experienced. It shows um, that they know um, exactly um, what type of risks are out in front of them that they need to address. Um, and it shows that they, uh, they are on top of it. And that's really important for an investor to see. Yeah, that, yeah, makes, makes sense. Um, so, you know, kind of put it out there, right? Anything, anything that you could consider as risk should be put out there. Um, it's probably important for these entrepreneurs to kind of go through this task just for themselves as well, right? I mean, I think we talk about sort of addressing your assumptions and making sure that we're kind of going looking at all aspects of the business and, and not maybe taking things for granted. So, I mean, how important is this process of identifying risks to the process of setting up your company, to the entrepreneur themselves? Yeah, I mean, it's all about timing. I mean, it's important that um, a startup uh, realizes the, the right timing um, for going out and actually starting a due diligence process. So um, the risk reduction chart is very valuable because it shows the items that are being worked on or that, more importantly, that have already been worked on and have been reduced as far as risk. Um, it shows the investor that there's actually been activity. And then you want to show from today's date the additional risks you're planning on working on and reducing uh, before you are actually asking for uh, a round to take place. Um, and that again helps because it shows that you know there are things that need to be taken care of before you expect an investor to step up and fund you. So um, it's all about timing. Um, you want to show from the date you were founded to today the things you've taken care of that are risky. Um, and then you want to show moving forward before your next round what else you're going to take care of. And that will really show an investor that you're on top of your, your company and all the issues and that you appreciate the appropriate timing as far as when to close a round. Absolutely. And Bob is referring to this risk chart, um, which we are going to put up on a landing page. Uh, that's the link in the bot in the description of this episode. Um, but you can also get that at canopyboulder.com backslash risk. Um, so check that out as well. So we'll put that up there. Um, okay, so we've talked a little bit about sort of why it's important to think about this. Let's talk about what areas are what what do we talk like what are we talking here in terms of areas where should I be thinking about risk? Yeah, it it has to do with for example your team, you know, all the different due diligence elements that are out there that an investor is going to be uh, looking for. Um, take for example your team. Um, you may need to bring on a CTO or a CMO or a co-founder. Um, these are some things you need to detail in your risk reduction chart. Uh, showing the timing um, of those events and how that will continue to reduce the risk within your company. Also, when are you planning on doing um, a pilot of your solution? Uh, when are you planning on developing financials? Um, at what point um, will you be moving from alpha to beta? Um, or uh, what point will you be closing your first customer? 
at what point will you be getting to a, say, a $10,000 monthly recurring revenue rate? At what point will you be getting to the $500,000 um, annual re revenue rate? So these are all things that are important to show, um, and the risk reduction chart really is a good tool for you to, to show that all in, in one presentation. Um, and again, you, you decide what are the risks and what happens when you eliminate those risks as far as re risk reduction um, and how long is it going to take to actually work on that project. And again, you overlay timing. You know, what, what have you closed as far as around in the past, friends and family? Where are you today? Where are you moving forward? At what point will you be asking for the seed round close or the A round close? Okay, so so it's important then to put your your financing rounds on this chart. As yeah, well. it shows an investor that what you've already done and when you did it and what the risks were at that time, and then what risks have you been working on that you've been reducing or eliminating uh, from that point, um, and then again, what what are you planning to do before you close your next round? Okay. So talk us through this risk reduction chart. Um, we've sort of referred to it a couple times, and like I said, uh, that's going up on that on that landing page, so check that out. It's canopyboulder.com backslash risk, also linked in the description. But kind of explain to us, like, what are we thinking? Like, what's this look like? What are we, what areas are yep. we? It's really a simple chart. On the y-axis, you're going to have simply risk reduction um, level. Um, of, of again, which you, you decide how much risk was reduced when you when you took care of that item. And on the x-axis, you're showing time, typically 18 to 24 months, um, and the start time is when you founded the company. And then you just simply, um, as you'll see in the sample page, you just simply identify the risk. Um, you show how long you're going to be working on it and what the risk reduction level how that changes uh, when you take care of that risk. Um, and then you overlay, again, any previous uh, raises that you've done, friends and family, probably typical. Um, you show that on your timeline. Um, you show where you are today on the timeline. Um, you show when you're doing your next seed round on the timeline. And then perhaps when you get to the right annual recurring revenue level, when you're going to be doing your A round. Okay, so it's a 18 to 24 months. Are we, is the implication there then that all risk has been reduced? No, I mean, you're, you're never going to be able to reduce all risk. But, but you want to show that, number one, as an entrepreneur, you know your business very well and you know what the risks are um, and those that have to be dealt with. Um, you know, as far as a forecast, is when you're going to deal with those risks. Um, and it basically will show, uh, if you will, a comfort level that, that you want to get the company to so that investors will, will feel more comfortable that you've actually worked on these items and have taken care of them. Uh, but no, you'll, never, you'll always have risk. Um, that's an ongoing thing. Um, but it's good as a startup to show that you know these things as an entrepreneur, and the investor will respect that uh, because that's what they're looking for. They're looking for experience. They're looking for knowledgeable people, and they're looking for people who are not afraid to address the issues that they're facing. Awesome. So can you give us any 
Do you have any good stories of maybe huge areas that people have overlooked? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the, it really depends a lot on the type of solution. I mean, if you're if you're trying to change the laws of physics, then you're going to have dramatic technology risks. <clears throat> Those are typically very hard to deal with. So if you're in a t heavy technology company, um, it really is going to depend upon can you break those laws of physics or not. So some of these risks are maybe out of your control. But then, as we all know, the top three items that investors look for are team, team, and team. So if you, if you forget to uh, consider the additional resources that you need to be bringing on at the right time, then an investor is going to think twice. So again, uh, show you know how you're adding needed resources over time on this risk reduction chart, as well as your general timing for testing your product within the customer base. Okay, cool. Um, well, like we said, go check that out online. That's canopyboulder.com backslash risk um, to get sort of a visual idea of what we're talking about today. Um, thank everybody so much for joining us. Bob, thank you for joining us. Thanks, and, Celia. Everybody and, work on your risks. Yeah, reduce, reduce them, be successful. <laughs> uh, just a reminder to everyone listening, we've got a couple of cool things going on in the next few weeks as we round out 2018 and uh, move into next year. So January, we have a lot going on. We have some investor-only events. Um, happening as well as a public demo day on January 15th here in Boulder at uh, Galvanize. So you can find all of that on our website. That's canopyboulder.com. Uh, as well, our applications are open for our next class, which is exciting. So that starts May 6th. Applications are open for that now. And we, you know, just as a reminder, we invest in ancillary products and services. And next year, very important, very exciting news. We're moving into hemp and CBD products as well. So if you've got a really great CBD or hemp product out there, we want to hear from you as well. Um, you can get more information about that on our website. Uh, and I will also link to that in the description. So thank you guys so much. Make sure you like us, subscribe, leave us a review. Tell us what you think. We want to hear from you. All right. Thanks. Now for the disclaimers, uh, please do not take any information from the Canopy Boulder podcast or its guests as investment advice. Be sure to contact your licensed financial advisor before making any investment decisions. So thank you for listening and please join us for another Canopy Boulder podcast episode coming to you soon.